A reading from John 11, 49-52. Then one of them, named Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, spoke up. You know nothing at all. You do not realize that it is better for you that one man die for the people than that the whole nation perish. He did not say this on his own, but as high priest that year he prophesied that Jesus would die for the Jewish nation, and not only for that nation but also for the scattered children of God, to bring them together and make them one. I think that there, basically the explanation shows the irony here. Caiaphas says, you know nothing at all. Well, apparently neither does he, but he states God's intention uh, unintentionally uh, right here, because one is going to uh, die for many. Yeah. The, he, he's seeing it in one way. His idea is that, well, let's kill Jesus so that the rest of us don't get killed. He's thinking on a natural plane. And in that natural plane, God has the ability to speak word through him that he's declaring truth that he doesn't realize. I mean, this is a clear declaration of substitutionary atonement that we as sinners could not do enough to take care of ourselves. We needed a substitute. We needed someone who's a perfect offering. And Jesus steps into that role. And in this moment, uh, Caiaphas is declaring truth without realizing, like you said, the nature of it. It's going to be like what Pilate does. Here is the king of the Jews. Mm, Uh, He, in his natural man, is actually being quite trite. Caiaphas is thinking logically on the natural form, but both of them present high spiritual truth. Uh, God has a way of turning their folly into great wisdom. You and I like to talk about the narrative and uh, when you were talking about substitution and how critical it is here. The idea of substitution actually goes back to Abraham, Mm -hmm. uh, where Abraham, uh, whether he's misreading God's call or whether he's reading it correctly, he takes his own son Isaac, his one and only son, uh, up to sacrifice him, to actually slaughter him. Uh, for God, which was probably part of what was called for in in parts of that world at that time. And yet God, being forever gracious, substitutes the son with a lamb. Yeah, that story is embedded with so many gospel illusions. God is telling it in in advance of how it's going to happen. We often think of little Isaac uh, as being a boy, but when you read the story, you know he's a young man. And so the whole idea of this plus hundred-year-old Abraham wrestling this young man to the uh, (laughs) altar is ridiculous. Isaac is a participant. In fact, it says that Isaac carried his own wood for the sacrifice, not knowing he was going to be the one who would become the sacrifice. It's a picture of Jesus. Jesus carries the cross. He is the one who uh, prepares the sacrifice. He becomes the one who steps in the way. And what God does through the image of Abraham and Isaac in providing a substitute ram for Isaac, Jesus becomes the substitute sacrifice for us so that we can live. Um, One uh, steps in once for all, as the writer of Hebrews says, so that we don't have to provide atonement for ourselves. And you just summarized why the Gospels are good news. Amen.